0: In some traditions, it is thought that the human experience can be lived in two different states of being. One is a beautiful state, a state of calm and peace, internal balance regardless of outside forces and circumstances. The other is a suffering state where fear, frustration, confusion, depression, despair can reign depending on which state you are in will affect your choices, your perception of reality, your actions. I hope that this show is helping you find a little bit more of that beautiful state in your life. Thank you so very much for stopping by. I'm Maria. I love you. Just get off the bus. Just get off the bus. The minute you realize you're going in the wrong direction. This can mean a lot of different things out there in the world right now, right? It's okay to change your mind. If you voted for the wrong person, it's okay to change your mind. No one's going to judge you. Do what's right. Yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about politics a little bit right now. Hi, I'm Maria. This is the Strong Body, Strong Soul Show. We are in season four right now. This is episode number nine. Next episode, number 10, is going to be a 45-minute meditation class for you guys. It's so cool because this particular episode started off with an interview with my mom talking about spirituality, talking about meditation, talking about growing up Catholic, what the difference is between prayer and meditation, and why sometimes When we think something is different, so different than ourselves, we won't go there or we won't do something unless absolutely everything is correct. The right timing, the right candle, the right gong in our house, the right scent of our doTERRA oils, (laughs) whatever the case may be, we hold ourselves back. We get mired in our preconceived ideas of who we are and what we're about. Oftentimes, we use our energy and our voice in inappropriate ways when we are fearful. Just today, just today, I had to block somebody on Facebook. I asked a simple question on a post that they made. And, they started calling me a hater and such you know the business i'm not going to talk about it too much right here except hmm at the end of this episode i'm going to think i'm going to switch gears and share a little bit of Marianne Williamson with you guys <sighs> talking about loving people who support other ideas Let me tell you a little bit about a protest I went to a couple of weeks ago. With my sign in hand, I can't breathe. Lots of people had their Black Lives Matter posters and such, and I have one of those as well. But there was a guy next to me, and he had a blue Lives Matter sign. And I was talking to him anyway. We were conversing about what kinds of information we think is important, how to teach the next generation. He and I were kind of proud of ourselves as we saw cars drive by with kids in them, seeing us be civil to each other, even though we think differently. But there was a group at this particular protest, a group of early 20-year-olds, and they were verbally attacking this guy's friend. They were calling him a Nazi and such. They were yelling at him at the top of their lungs to go home. They were yelling profanities at him and creating a chant about no white supremacists here. Go home, go home, go home. And the mob mentality. The other adults, (laughs) 40, 60-year-old people, started to chant, go home, go home, not realizing that the kids... A half a block away, we're actually physically attacking a man. That is not what a protest is about. Just get off the bus with your ideas, with the term protest, the term riots. It's a distressing world out here for sure. But right now, this episode's gonna be about what. Are chakra energy centers that's right this is a little bit of a preparation class i guess for next week's lengthy meditation class so i hope you enjoy forgive the ramble This is episode 9 of season 4. Thanks for being here. Go ahead and check the other episodes in this particular season if you are interested in meditation insights and such. This particular episode is not going to have a meditation as part of it, but there are many in this season. If you are looking for funny stuff, if you're looking for fantastic interviews with spiritual authors, doctors of chiropractic, proponents of a nudist lifestyle, of tantric meditation, all sorts of content is available here on the show. Just go ahead and look in the archives if you like. I really appreciate you for being here. Let's go. After this ad, we're going to go talk about that bus. Magic bus. You are listening to Strong Body, Strong Soul. I'm Maria. Thank you so much for being here. The reason I'm out here on the airwaves is to help, help people get in touch with their own energy in their bodies. It's the same energy they were born with. It's the same energy that connects all of us. Every human being on the planet is connected with energy but before I can talk about how to get in touch with that energy I need to explain where this energy is and what it is so one of the ways that I like to explain it is by using a story from my childhood when I was about 12 years old I used to take the bus home and I would take it all the time, but I remember this one time in particular. I was so engrossed in my book on that bus that I missed my stop. I sat on that bus and I realized that I had missed my stop and I was so mortified that I did not get up and say anything. I was frozen in my seat. I thought to myself that the bus driver We'd go around my town and eventually end up back at my stop. So I sat there for a long time. After a while, the bus driver pulled into the bus depot. He was at the end of his route. He parked and he turned around and saw me sitting there and he asked me what I was doing and I started to cry. I had a meltdown as I tried to explain how I had missed my stop and thought he would come around. He took pity on me. He said it happens to the best of us and he helped me off of the bus and found a different bus that was headed back around to my part of the town again. And I did make it home safely. But I'll never forget that experience. I want to tie it into how it works with our energy centers that are in our bodies. And I'm going to do it for you. In just a moment. So, this story, just get off the bus. Let's talk about it in terms of the chakra energy centers that are in our bodies. The first chakra is located a little bit below your tailbone. We often say the base of our spine, but I'm really talking about where you're sitting on the seat. You're making contact with that chair. And when I was on this bus, I was in contact with that seat. I was grounded. This chakra is where we know who we are. I knew that I was supposed to be in that seat and I knew where I was going. I was secure in that belief. Then we move up to the second chakra. It's between our hips. It's where our instincts are, our creativity and our passion. But in this situation of the bus, the minute I realized that we had passed my stop, My instincts told me that something was wrong and I chose to ignore those instincts and convince myself that I was fine, that I'm going to stay in that spot. Then we move up to the third chakra. This is where movement happens, but this is also where our confidence is, our ability to move, action. I was so mortified. I was so mortified that I had made such a huge mistake that I could not move. I was paralyzed with my own self judgment and low self esteem, zero confidence. I was stuck in my seat. As we move up to the heart chakra, my heart broke, my heart was crushed as I realized that bus was, had pulled into the bus depot and I had really messed up. My heart was crushed. I lost the air in my lungs, I was horrified. And as we move up to that throat chakra, the fifth chakra, as the bus driver asked me what I was doing there, my voice cracked. As I cried, I could barely get the words out, but I had to speak up. Finally, I spoke and told him what the problem was. And as he helped me, my energy moved up to the sixth chakra. That's at our forehead. That's our third eye chakra where we are wise. And I realized that everything was going to be okay. And I realized after he reminded me that this was a situation I could get out of. I could fix it. Then we move up to the crown chakra where the driver said, don't worry about it, it happens to everybody. That is the crown chakra where we know we are connected to everybody. Lots of people have made the same mistake. Don't worry about it. You're not the only person on the planet have made such a mistake and let's get back to that third eye chakra knowing that you'll learn from this lesson knowing that everything happens for a reason let's move down to that heart chakra gratitude for that bus driver helping us let's move down to that root grounded chakra you're safe You are safe. You got home safely. The energy centers in our bodies are so important. And they're there, whether you call them chakras or not. Those energy centers in your body have operated for you during your entire life. You may not have realized, but they're there and it's really important to be aware of them and to realize that you can strengthen certain ones that may be weaker than others. And you can open the channel between all the chakras. They're all linked together. They all support each other. We've all had different experiences in our lives. Even if you weren't on that bus with me, you can probably relate in some way to what I'm talking about. You've probably felt your heart break. Or maybe you've felt paralyzed with fear and remorse and been stuck in a seat a situation, a job, a marriage. We've all had our own history. And knowing how these Chakra Energy Centers work and how to access them and make them stronger can help you so much. It's helped me immensely. And I'm so happy that I can share what I know with you and if you can take any bit of what I'm sharing with you and help improve your own life in some way, I've done my job. So this talk right now was about where the chakra energy centers are, the seven that I concentrate on in the chakra dhyana meditation that I share. You have thousands of chakra energy centers throughout your body. But I focus on these seven in the core of your being. So I look forward to talking to you more about your chakra energy centers, how to strengthen them, how to connect them, how to make them the most beneficial In your life. And I'll be talking about that in future segments. Thank you so much for listening. And have a beautiful life. Stay strong. I love you. I really appreciate you for hanging out at the show. I hope you resonated with what I was talking about. And as promised, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share about five minutes of Marianne Williamson speaking. I did get to see her at the beginning of this year. She was talking about her experience as a presidential candidate before the pandemic began, of course. So here you go. Thank you, Marianne.
1: There's another way of looking at Armageddon. So, so the whole idea of Armageddon is that there's a great war and then on the other side of that there's illumination and the recognition of universal brotherhood and love <coughs> and value as in Christ and thousand years peace. The metaphysical interpretation of Armageddon has to do with the war inside ourselves. For some people, your divorce was your Armageddon. For other people, their having to get sober was their Armageddon. For other people, their um, bankruptcy was their Armageddon. For some people, their cancer diagnosis was their Armageddon. Those crises that we go through within ourselves, after which, because of that war, we came to understand that love is the answer. So Armageddon, in that sense, is already here. The great struggle, the great wars within ourselves. That's what the great jihad is. It's within, right? So what we have to do is know that it's humanity's choice whether to manifest a collective Armageddon in the form of a World War III or enough of us who have been to our own Armageddon that we've already gotten to the place because of the crises we went through to know that love is the answer and humanity takes that other route. And that really at this point, what I have come to and I have to say When I think of my two girlfriends, and this is a mystery, my two girlfriends, who are the big Trump supporters, have been so kind to me about my campaign. They didn't support me politically, but have certainly supported me as a person, have certainly supported me since, in terms of the kind things that they've said. You know, life is, you know, everybody's mini pig. What I know about these two women, talking politics is not a good idea. (laughs) There are other things to talk about. There are other things to talk about. You know, I know a woman who was telling me that her husband is a Trump supporter. And she said, but you know what, Marianne, I have to be careful to protect my family. This could be divorce material. You know, my kids are upset about it. I'm upset about it. But I I have to be really careful. And I said, protect your marriage. You know, at this point, protect the, the ties that bind. You know, apparently, from what you've said, you're not going to convince them. They are going to vote for Trump. What has already been said here, that's not the problem we have electorally. The people who love Trump are going to vote for Trump. The people who totally abhor his agenda are going to vote for the Democrat. The issue we have to worry about or concern ourselves with are all the people who might not vote. We didn't vote last time, and also I think we need to concern ourselves. And I, this is right, I thought I was right. Many people who voted for him but are willing to consider, they are disturbed, and they are willing to consider another candidate, but they don't want to go with somebody that they feel does not respect them. So at this point, we need to concern ourselves with people who could might possibly vote for us. Your family, big Trump people, love them. They have a right to do that. It's a free country. Have respect and talk about other things. That's how I feel about that at this point. At this point, we all have to be talking. Like I said, if you know who your candidate is, be very involved in that campaign. Right? Be very involved. These are the primaries. So if you really support Bernie, you'd be out there for Bernie. Or whoever you're out there for. Right? And if you're not, your job is to, if you know you don't want Trump as president again, you have to be very involved right now reading. There's a lot to read. Really watch what's going on. Don't just get your information from uh, mainstream media. And read and know what's happening and think deeply. And for people who are are just diehard Trump supporters, um, God bless you, and and say constantly, Dear God, take away from me my temptation to judge my family.
0: I truly hope you enjoyed stopping by the show today. I hope you keep coming back. Remember, next week is going to be a full-fledged meditation class. Don't forget that you can leave a review of this show if you like on the Apple Podcast platform. Share with friends. Get in touch if you'd like to let me know what you would like to hear about or if you have any comments or questions about any of the content here at the show. I love you. I'm Maria, just in case you forgot.